Yeah! Extreme! What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 23 of the FUD Pod. We have a message from S.B. Birdman. S.B. <laughs> Birdman. Let me get a hell yeah! <laughs> hell yeah! Well, hell yeah, brother! It feels good to go two weeks straight as the sauce boss. <sighs> you suck. <sighs> That's Danny in the background. Yeah, Danny does suck. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, SB Birdman? It's going phenomenal, Danny. Saw the, the you know, the fact that you were talking so much about winning those championships and you left them here the whole week i didn't want to get them dirty because this weekend i was playing in the garden uh. tilling it up getting ready prepping the soil <laughs> see that he's already prepping for round two danny because right. danny when it comes to anything it's all about the prep and you know what I'm pretty sure you didn't prep when it came to your sauce. Oh, I prepped. It's the marathon, Danny. Oh, I prepped. I don't believe you. (laughs) (laughs) So he left it off on a cliffhanger last week. What was it? I honestly don't remember now. Well, let me hear it, Danny. (laughs) You were going to tell me how it is. So, Danny, how is it? So I thought about it all week. And I think I agree with Fizz on this one. I think even though I don't know if it necessarily consists of a sauce, I think we might want to try the hash. I think we might go that, want to go that route. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So, <laughs> I will not. I will not disagree with hash. Well, I mean, uh, neither of us have either. Neither of us have made it. Well then, let's hash it out, Danny. Woo! Sorry. Yeah. Sauce Boss Battle 2, hash it out. Oh, nice. Dude, yeah, this is going on pay-per-view this time. <laughs> Y'all get ready. Y'all get ready. We'll no, it's going to go on Demon Boys. It's going to go on Demon mm, Boys. No. That's, that's for boxing. <laughs> pay-per-view can be anything. <sighs> well, that was a very nice retort there, Danny. You really told him how it was. Yeah, I know. I really yeah, saved yeah, him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Really? I brought it. I really got him. I you brought it. I mean? he, he spent... 45 minutes tearing you down last weekend and that was a uh, hey next time let's make hash <laughs> honestly honestly to tell you the truth man i've been working all day and i had nothing so man surprise surprise <laughs> well in that case how about we just uh we'll retire sb birdman for the rest of this you get with that sb birdman any final any final sure. words We'll just, we'll leave it at that. All right, all right. Have a great night, SP Birdman. Folks, just remember who the Sauce Boss Champ is. SB Birdman. Birdman, Birdman. <laughs> all right, so we got Valk here cool, now. Cool. What's going on, dude? Like you uh, have, man. Yeah, where you, where you been, man? Hiatus, man. Just took a... Little hiatus, dude. Man, no, ain't nobody heard from you for like three weeks, dude. I like your hat. Yeah, thank you, man. Found this uh, sweet ass hat. 
on Dobo Clothing. Nice. What is that, orange on it? Oh, yeah. And you know what that orange is for, guys? With the green? St. Patty's Day. Oh, snow. Woo-hoo. Shit. Oh, what was the rumor, man? I heard they had a rumor about something like a, like a 17% thing going on. That's what I heard. 17%. 17% Seven. off for? Any, anything green. Anything green, yeah. St. Patty's Day. <laughs> Well, 317, was, fellas. But yeah, until the 17th, right? The 17th. Yeah. At midnight, or actually 1159. Yeah. Hawaii time. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, well, you nice. Know, if you wake up early enough mm-hmm. on uh, the 18th, yeah. <laughs> and you still want to get something, you green. might, you know, three, four in the morning, mm-hmm. you should still be able to get something with that 17% off. Hawaii Standard Time. Hawaii Standard Time. Yeah, check it out. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> they, they get those guys over at Dobo, man. They get some good stuff, man. I can't can't deny it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spring collections coming up. Really excited about that. Have some other plans, uh, just brewing on the on the chalkboard. I say that, but it's really like in that, you know, raggedy ass journal <laughs> I have in my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, either way, we're, we're getting we're knocking stuff out. I'm really happy. Really happy with everything. So, real quick. Yes, sir. Um. We brought up something, not the last podcast, but it was, I think, one time before, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Oh, okay, okay. But I don't know if we talked about the podcast or we talked about it off air, but <clears throat> it was the declassification of all of the UFO, like the UFO oh, stuff yeah, yeah. the government was supposed <clears throat> to do, and a lot of stuff was redacted. Yeah, so I read some of it. Mm-hmm. And? It's really hard to understand what they're, what they're saying in, the, in these files. Because of, of all the redacted stuff? Yeah. Yeah. But the one thing that I did notice was that they kept bringing up um, the wreckage in New Mexico and where it was dispersed. Mm-hmm. It, just, it was dispersed to like seven different military bases throughout mm-hmm. the country. And so they – you really – it was almost like you had to try and read between the lines on some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And again, it was like you read something you're like, oh, and then all of a sudden redacted. And you're like, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. But then – and then so that started me down a rabbit hole. Where did it get you? So the next rabbit hole it led me to was something that was pretty interesting. Sasquatch. No. (laughs) So we got to go back to World War II on this one. So, well, here, check this out. So apparently Mm -hmm. there was a secret peace agreement that Germany was trying to sign with Britain Mm -hmm. during World War II. And that Rudolf Hess actually flew from Britain to, I mean, from Germany to Britain. Or that song? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but hear me out. So yeah, he he flies he flies there. He crash lands his plane. Now you have to remember this guy was a ace. He was a ace in World War One, and you know he flew in World War Two. Talking about R- Rudolf, Rudolf Hess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he crash lands. He's crash lands in Scotland, okay. and he ends up getting taken prisoner. And so they they bring him to this place, and he wants to speak to the Lord. And everybody says it's Rudolf Hess, and so. But the thing is, is that the plane apparently that he took off took took off in in uh, the in Bavaria, mm-hmm. the call numbers are different than the plane that crashed in Scotland, and the plane that crashed in Scotland had a destination that was the base was in um, Denmark. Okay, they were very known big time back then to use body doubles. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, anybody in the Third Reich was big <clears throat> on using body doubles. Right. So this is, and then obviously, so Hess was convicted of war crimes and mm-hmm. was sentenced to um, life in prison in this prison that was ran by 
Great Britain, Soviet Union, and the United States in West Germany. I think his daughter even sterilized herself. I bet he, uh... He's actually in Argentina, I bet. Well, here's the thing. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing. So he lived to be 95 years old. He didn't die until 1986. He was. They said he committed suicide. But when he died, he was the only prisoner in this jail. It was a body double. That's what they're thinking because the the doctor who examined him the week before he died was an English doctor. And he didn't have any of the bullet bullet marks, the scars, or anything from when Rudolf Hess was wounded, seriously wounded during World War One. He didn't have any of the injuries that he had sustained during World War One or World War Two on his body. Um, everybody claimed that he was that when they saw him face to face, claimed that he was Rudolf Hess, but the um, he said he had amnesia and he mm-hmm. couldn't remember anybody. Mm-hmm. And also, classic. So here, and so this is why they say he, this is why they say he was murdered though, because he had severe arthritis in his shoulders and in his hands. And Mm. so apparently he hung himself in a um, shed with an electrical cord. Mm. There's no way he could have gotten, he couldn't, they said, the doctor said he couldn't get his arms above. And for the listeners, I'm holding my arms about shoulder length Mm. and that's as high as he could go. And so for him to hook that extension cord and then hang himself with it was basically almost impossible. Mm -hmm. Second, and the fact is, is this is where it gets deep. This was the rabbit hole that got me really, this is what really got me sucked into it, mm-hmm. was that apparently in World War II, England had signed a peace treaty with Germany to basically what they were going to do is they were going to then turn around and they were going to invade Russia so they could lock Russia out. And it was basically going to be a Pax European, like a Pax, basically white people, basically for lack of a better term. It was going to be German and England running all of Europe. Mm -hmm. And apparently this peace treaty was supposed to be signed with, um, like, most of the major lords of the House of Lords and in Commons. Mm -hmm. And that they were trying to get Winston Churchill out of the way because he was the only person against it. And so that's why Rudolf Hess flew to England was to finish that peace treaty. Mm -hmm. But they stopped him before it could happen. And so all the papers that England has on it were supposed to be released in 2016. I haven't been able to find them because it's also supposed to name names of who the, whoever it was that was a part of that treaty. Oh, They're supposed to name the names. Yeah, and apparently yeah. some of those people are still high prominent, like the family members are still high prominent people in the English government. Mm. It's pretty deep crap, dude. Yeah. Imagine if they would have signed that, what would have happened? Yeah. I see, man, that was, I was like, why are you telling me, like, because you took, you took, like, a bunch of dots, and you, like, and then you connected, and I like how you did that, I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. The royal family probably would have ended up, like, you know, Hiroshima or something. Well, think about it like this, think, like, yeah. so, if England signs yeah. that peace treaty, multiple, multiple <laughs> England signs that peace treaty with, with Germany. One in, one in England, one in Japan, not yeah. two on Japan. Mm-hmm. So, if yeah. England yeah. signs that peace treaty with Germany, that means that... Everything that happens to the Jews continues. Right. And that, and apparently Hess said he was there for humanitarian efforts. Get out of here with that crap. Mm-hmm. But that. Oh, yeah, he was a humanitarian. Yeah, he was a humanitarian, right? <laughs> and so, but, and, but the thing is, the United States would have been forced out. So if Germany and England sign that treaty mm-hmm. and they go against Russia mm-hmm. and they push Russia completely out, where does that whole, where does the United States stand at that point? Because do they do they team up with Russia? Or do they team up with I see exactly. Yeah. So who who do you have? I mean, you, you have the two <clears throat> most powerful superpowers. What going against the rest of the world? Oh man, dual U.S.s, dude. U.S. <laughs> squared. Yeah, exactly. And like that was 
Not, not to mention, Stalin was no angel either. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> he actually killed more people than Hitler yeah, did. Hitler did, yeah. So it's just like, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, well, thankfully, that reality doesn't exist. And that's why like, I don't like to dabble too much in that shit because, man, you'll get yourself worked up. I think man. I know where you're about to go with this. So it was just like the plot from that Netflix movie, Nazi versus Aliens or well, something? Well, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's very similar to the plot of Man in the High Tower. I don't, okay, it's yeah, on, yeah. on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Where, and for anybody who's ever watched Man in the High Tower, it's basically the United States lost World War II. Right. The United States and England, the, the Allies lost World War II. And the U.S. is actually split up between... Russia, Germany, and or not Russia, Germany, Italy, Germany, and Japan, mm. and so the West Coast is Japanese. Mm-hmm. The middle of the country is Italy, and then the East Coast is Germany, mm. and so they all like have this meeting. But the thing is, is that it's an alternate timeline because these people who are like rebels against you know the countries occupying the United States, mm-hmm. they find footage of. Us winning the war and everything that happened during <coughs> World War II, the fact that we actually won it. So it's like an alternate timeline type deal. Um, I haven't finished watching it. Interesting, okay. But it's it's really interesting, but it's like one of those things where it's kind of hard to watch at times because it, it kind of drags a right. little bit. So that's kind of like this guy at work I was talking to. We got on the like history conversation and we were talking about – we got on the World War II or whatever. Mm-hmm. How do you think – the history of World War Two is taught in Germany or in Japan. I was always under the impression that they kind of just skip over that part of their history in Germany. Why were you under the impression that they skip over it? You don't think they don't teach it like they teach... It's illegal. History it's, yeah, it, it's illegal for them to even talk about Nazis or any have even to own a swastika or anything representing that in Germany. Like, to even throw a seahole in Germany. Yeah, and they're I, big. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how extreme it is, but from my understanding, to even have Nazi propaganda there, you don't. You don't do that. Yeah, they're well, very strict on that for well, obvious reasons. Right, and I, I'm not. Yeah, saying anything against that. Yeah, I'm just saying. There, I would think that, uprising of, I would think they would. Still like, teach about it just like they teach about slavery here, like the Civil War here, right? Be, yeah, that's, like and that's what why I would, wouldn't you? That's what I think it would be. Something still, like similar. at least brush the surface of like this is something that took place here. Because let's yeah. not do it again. I mean, how many? Because like, yeah, I don't, I don't know nothing about like the German or Japanese education system there. But like, how many movies and video games have already like said it enough? Yeah, I think they got the idea. Well, you know, the difference between the, the difference between Germany and Japan, and at least I will say in this part, the Japanese, you know, that was still part of their monarchy. You know, they were ruled by the emperor. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, I'm pretty sure they probably still teach that stuff in their school system because as part as far as they're concerned, they didn't. I mean, they did atrocities, but they all they did were atrocities that were a part of war. They didn't actually single out an entire race of people to try to exterminate them like what Germany was doing. And for what Japan, from stuff I've read, Japan and or, or the emperor and Mussolini were not on board with Hitler's Man. agenda to do that. There's a whole, there's a whole like yeah, Benito. Yeah, <laughs> just like in, you can go like to every like culture. There's a whole you know heap of history about the Japanese invading the Philippines and China. Like, how does an island invade China? <laughs> what? The fuck? Big Island. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you, you know, know. <laughs> China, China at that time, just, they weren't prepared or equipped. Mind you, 
Japan had been isolated for like I think 600 years before Western civilization, before they even it was like 600 years of like not knowing this this country. All of a sudden, they broke silence. You know the Mongols. Within a century, they developed. They they, they yeah. became civilized, and on top of that, invading fucking countries. You know the Mongols when they were the when the Golden Japanese. Horde was trying to <laughs> when they were basically invading everybody, all of Europe and all of Asia and everything. They actually, the only t- only country they were unsuccessful trying to invade was Japan. They tried to invade Japan and and failed miserably. I mean, they got a lot of things going for them, being you know islands, of course. And I don't know anything. Like again, I, I'm I'm about to talk out of my out of my ass here because I don't know a whole lot about it. But the little bit that I do know is humans are savages, but they're very creative savages. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't want to start, you know, stroking off of, like, oh, man, they were, like, fantastic war strength, like, and all this, you know, stuff. No, 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 no. And, and they have some of the greatest steel that's oh. been hammered out. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And, true. and that's the thing is, like, just like everything else is, like, not to, well, as an engineer of, of sorts, you got to mind the craftsmanship and the ingenuity. Well, the greatest sword in the history of, of as far as I know, the history of everything, the... I think it's called the Hatomo Masame mm. is the missing sword like it's like the greatest sword maker in Japan's history oh, wow. and the guy turned it over after World War II his family and it's like the missing sword it's like a it's like a become like a big mystery now and so it's a you know heirloom you know the Japanese government wants it back and so apparently like every Japanese citizen had to surrender all their weapons after World War II, and that included swords, mm. even though if they were ceremonial or not. And some of these people, these families had these swords went back thousands of years, mm-hmm. and they turned them over to the United States government and never got them back. You know what, like, kind of like irks me too, is I'll be watching something like fucking Pawn Stars, and a sword like that ends up in a Vegas pawn shop. Yeah. Like, how? This thing has, like, how many, like, guts has that thing freaking, like, you know, gashed into and heads cut off and, like... Or there's any, uh... Yeah, 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 you know, Harry, you know, Hunter Cutty, whatever, like, all that, like, what? So apparently... now it's in a pawn shop? So apparently... (laughs) What about the, uh, you know, Hanzo, man? That's the the one I was talking about. Hattori Hanzo? Yeah, that's the one... That was the one I was thinking of, I I think. think. Well, that's there's also the Kill that's Kill Bill, but I don't know if that was like a real. No, player. it's like Hanzo, the Hanzo Masame or something. I can't remember what it's, it's called. It's Masamune, also known as oh Goro uh, Nayudo Masamune, was a medieval Japanese blacksmith who is widely recognized as Japan's greatest swordsmith. And the I, last they have that in uh, Chrono Trigger. And the last sword, like, this family, like, the last known sword that this guy ever made was the one that the soldier had to give up mm-hmm. in World War II, signed it, took it to the police station, and it was signed out by some army captain, mm-hmm. and they only have, like, initials, and they've tried tracking him down, and they've never been able to find this guy. Mm-hmm. And this sword is, like, like, Japan really wants this sword back. Was this before... The bomb, or after this was after the bomb. Uh, I was about to say, like, this is when they this is when they had officially surrendered. Oh, we oh, okay. we come into Japan oh, and they they put the whole you have to turn your weapons over, guns, swords, doesn't matter what it is. The promise with the swords is they were they were supposed to get them back, mm-hmm. and some of the most a lot of the swords that were super like old did not because I think like um, Eisenhower and a couple of the generals actually took some of the more 
prestigious swords mm. and kept them. What about the Wallace sword? Like, like William Wallace? William Wallace? Like the claim William Wallace. So, so here's the deal with that one. They don't know if that's actually his sword or not, but they they believe it is. But So that sword is huge. The claim don't, you, don't you have one of those? No. <laughs> no. That, that sword is five foot, four inches. Yeah, uh, the sword is huge, dude. Yeah. That's, that's why a lot of people I don't... see Balk. That thing. That's why a lot of people don't know if that's. <laughs> that's why a lot of people don't know if that was the actual sword he carried because they don't really know how big he truly was. But like, if he indeed carried that sword, apparently this thing was uh, was huge. Claymore, yeah. yeah I mean, it was. Vikings use it, yeah, it, it's, it was ridiculous it's how used, big it is. It's, it's more of a blunt object to like break and hack. This is, you know, he hacked a lot of heads off in that movie. So there's also a ceremonial sword. It's called the Seven. The Seven Horn Sword is in like Korea, I think. Mm. And it's a really kind of like a ceremonial sword for like seven branches. Seven, seven branch seven sword. Branches. There you go. That's cool. And uh, it's really it's it's not even used for war or anything. It's just kind of like a ceremonial thing that they made. I think that they, the sword's like over a thousand years old, and it's only to be given to like the monarchs when the, they ascend to the throne. It's kind of kind of like the Blarney Stone oh, in okay. England, oh, wow. even though the Blarney Stone was stolen. But I mean, it's I mean it's part of the it's part of the yeah. tradition of you know when they when they you know ascend to the throne, but that stone doesn't belong to them. Even though this is a fictitious character, but the fact. The fact that this actor was able to wield how heavy was Conan the Barbarian's 25 pounds? So, actually... Uh-oh. <laughs> Here we go. For that whole that whole choreography where Arnold's, like, swinging it over his yeah, head and everything. Yeah, so, the guy... I was You guys were talking about Forge and Fire, and I said there's that guy on YouTube. He mm -hmm. does a... I, I forget the name now, but he builds, like, video game and movie swords, you mm -hmm. know, for fun on his YouTube channel or whatever. I think he said he did Conan's sword for the movie. Yeah. And it's not like, it's like an eight pound. Yeah. So which movie, the newest one or the no, one with like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Okay. Yeah, because Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's like... Cause but eight pounds it's, for him twirling around versus 25. It's, or It's like me holding like a fencing sword yeah. twirling it around. Well, think about it like <laughs> in, in terms of this. It's the same as holding an eight pound bowling ball and trying to twirl it and do all the stuff with an eight pound bowling ball. Even for a normal guy, it's still going to be heavy. And then you have Mr. Olymp oh, yeah, Mr. Universe. Mr. Universe and Olympia. And I think Olympia he did both of them, yeah. doing that. Like eight yeah. pounds. It's, it's like he's, a <laughs> I'm sure he's 25. He might have, you know. Struggled. At but, some point. But eight or whatever the guy said. Like, yeah. I think he's. That might have been like an acoustic guitar for him. <laughs> he, like he explained like how he did it. Yeah. Like I don't know if the inside of it was hollow, so then all the weight would have been in the handle then, right? That's actually pretty unique that he actually made this sword yeah. for the movie. So it's a legitimate sword that he's swinging around here. It's not a prop sword. That's actually pretty cool. It's got the weight to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the fact the, that it was the actually... The Schwarzenegger still has it. You know, was it, I mean, sharp? I mean, or was it like a dull blade? I mean, hopefully it didn't run anybody through with this damn thing. Uh, I saw... Uh, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. Just that snake. <laughs> yeah. I saw a meme of... <laughs> it was an old picture. Of, it's a picture of old Ar Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's, it's something like... Arnold Schwarzenegger is slowly turning into Mr. Roshi because all he wears is like uh, Aloha shirts and he has like a cigar and like the shades on. So let's bring it. I don't know if Sean knows about this guy. So the guy you let me watch last night, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shin, no, Shinigami. Oh. oh. The, the karate guy that 
I sent you the other day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Raymond Daniels, one of his protégés. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, teammates. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, we, he let me watch him for the first time. And, dude, that, that kick, man, that first fight he had, that <clears> kick was <throat> legit. But, like, that dude had no training, I don't think, at all. And, like, I wish I could – it's hard to find those highlights because they always come and go. But there's, like, there's dude, there's big dudes like that, like I've seen, like – in the Hawaii street fight videos where big some you know Samoan dudes throwing head kicks like that off the off the ribs <laughs> not, not even paying attention next weekend oh Shinigami title fight versus big smile I know right yeah I haven't watched yeah, big street beefs oh, I haven't shit. watched big smile <laughs> I haven't watched big smile yet I have to check him out oh uh, next week streaming on that demon boys demon boxing. boys <laughs> so uh Jeez. be ready for that next weekend uh, oh wow but um, <laughs> next week is also Izzy and uh, the Polish uh, is Blokovic. I, I think so. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's a heavy card right there. Man. Uh, shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. Well, mm-hmm. now we, can, if y'all want, we can switch to the other topic I was gonna bring up. So I don't. Did I bring up? Did I bring up the? I think I brought it up to you and Balk. I don't know if Fez was there when I brought it up. The whole, the very first um, swerve in pro wrestling history. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Were you there for that? Yeah. That was like, that was one of the first times I was like, did I tell them that story? I couldn't remember if I told them, told y'all that story or not. Yeah. Or the dude got bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first word. Yeah. <clears throat> so for the listeners, we we brought up, you know, we're talking about sports, you know, conspiracy theories and stuff like that, sports conspiracies. And so me being a pro wrestling nerd, <clears throat> so back in the like 1920s and 30s when wrestling, pro wrestling was actually still a legitimate sport it wasn't what it is today um there was a guy i believe it was ed strangler lewis was the champion and so he was wrestling a guy named i believe i think it was ed lewis versus george hackenschmidt and so the george strangler lewis had held on to the belt for like i don't know he had the title for a couple of years and so basically back then you know these matches were guys would hold on to headlocks for like, you know, yeah, George George Hackett's been right there, yeah. So it would hold on these belt. I mean, would hold on like they put a headlock on or a head scissors, yeah. and they just do that for forty five minutes. That's kind of yeah. It, it was grappling. It was like the Roman Greco Roman Greco Roman grappling. That's a lot of what they did. Uh-huh. So before the match, they knew this guy was going to put him in a headlock, and this dude was so strong that he was going to be able to get out of it. So what he did is he had his trainer bite him on, you know, his on his peck, mm-hmm. and so when he got put in the headlock, or when he put the other guy in the headlock, you know, he was able to get the headlock first, and then he was like, "Ow, ow!" and like he did that, and the ref saw the bite, and he automatically disqualified him and mm-hmm. get war. And back then, disqualifications awarded the guy the belt, and that's how he won the title. But mm-hmm. he thought he, the guy's like I didn't bite him. Well, it turned out his trainer bit him. And he was in the backstage. So, first swerve in the history of pro wrestling. You know, so that was like 1930s. It was like in the thirties, the twenties, or thirties. And I'm quoting mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff from because so Jim Cornette. I don't know if y'all know who that is, mm-hmm. but he's the manager of the Midnight Express. He he's really you know well known. He's very you know he says a lot of things he probably shouldn't have, but. Um, <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah, don't we all, yeah. But he says I'm on air and then gets in trouble for it. Uh, but he's the, actually, that's the first time I've ever heard that first swerve because he actually came was part of the Montreal Screwjob. He actually, him, him, Vince McMahon, and um, 
jackass who ended up going to WCW. Um, dude from Bo- no, the dude from Boston had the beard. God, I can't remember what his name is. Uh, Danny, that was back in 1911. 1911? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you were there, dude. That's I nice. know, right? Man, you were just a baby. But they actually were the ones that sat in Vince's near Vince's pool, and they were trying to figure out a way to do it. And Jim Cornette came up with the idea. It's like, swerve him. He's not going to drop the belt. Mm-hmm. And the thing was is that Brett hated Sean so much because Sean didn't respect him because in his mind, in Brett's mind, being the champion – meant the same way as it always were was before that you were like this gladiator and you were the champion and Mm -hmm. and like like guys said he's like you're the champion because somebody made you the champion right you're not a champion because you won this in an actual contest went to his head exactly you know you know in all in all due respect to brett brett was trying to protect the business kayfabe wasn't dead yet so he was still trying to protect the business and kayfabe's not really dead you know we, Mm -hmm. we keep kayfabe alive but you know, in his mind, he still had to protect the business. And so he didn't want to, he didn't want to, you know, in his mind, if, if he, unless he was beaten for it, he was a champion. Mm-hmm. But again, he failed to realize that he beat Ric Flair because Vince told both of them, you're going to beat Ric Flair. And that's how that happened. So, yeah, he let it go to his head. But then for that matter, Shawn Michaels was an asshole. A little bit. You know, so he was notoriously an asshole. Nobody liked doing business with him at all back then. And so I was that, wondering why he kept leaving the business. And I figured it must have been something like that. He was always in and out. Well, his injuries, injuries injuries did a lot to do with it, but nobody wanted to work with him. Like, mm. the only ones that actually would work with him were Stone Cold Steve Austin, Bret mm. Hart, but then Bret Hart didn't want to work with him anymore, mm. and Undertaker. Nobody else wanted to work with him. And if you think about it, who were the biggest stars back then? Stone Cold Steve Austin, Bret Hart, and Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, matter at that point, you're set. Like. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the match he had with Undertaker, I think it's the first Hell in the Cell, is still one he regarded as one mm-hmm. of the greatest cage matches of all time. So, I mean, man, other different type of grappling, but he 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 would go on to do martial arts, MMA, as a matter of fact. Uh, Kind of like the OGs of ground and pound. I don't know. I don't know much about him, but Dan Severn. Oh yeah, yeah. Dan the Beast Severn. I didn't know his record. You know his record? It's like what seventy? It's like, it's like seventy or eighty? Anybody want to guess? I mean, I know you. Uh, like in MMA? No, yeah. Just or just a wrestling? MMA, just an MMA. Uh, a, I think he had like seventy fights, didn't he? One hundred and one wins. Yeah. Nineteen losses. Yeah, and seventeen no or seven no contests. I only saw one hundred and one victories. I only saw him lose only nineteen <laughs> losses out of that. And out of those nineteen losses, I only saw him lose once. Yeah, so one hundred and twenty one fights. He only lost nineteen of those, or one hundred and twenty. What the fuck? Whoa! I only saw him lose once. One hundred twenty. Uh, ish. No, yeah, no. yeah, so, yeah. Because of no contest. Yeah. yeah. He lost the only fought only fight that I ever saw him lose was to Ken Shamrock, and that was yeah, the like. I can't remember if... Is that the five-minute standoff? No, that was the second fight (laughs) where it went the five rounds where they just are in a circle. They danced in a circle for for every round. And then it went to an overtime round because neither of them had kicked or punched each other. So no points had been allotted to either either of them. So it went to overtime. And as soon as it went to overtime, Shamrock shot in on him and Severin caught him. And that was it. Man, you know, Derek Lewis and Francis won because uh, they're talking about, you know, doing a rematch. They call that the most boring. No, they must have forgot. <laughs> <laughs> they must have forgot. 
Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a... But anyway... But, that was a horrific fight. But, you know, I was like, man, I keep seeing, like, things about Dan Severn. And I looked up his records like, holy shit. Like, I don't care what the level of competition is. You mean to tell me you fought over a hundred times? <laughs> so I believe he is the, nuts, o- he's the only person... Yeah. He's the only person in MMA history to hold... A triple crown. I think he held yeah, he held the that. UFC title. Mm-hmm. He held Pride. Was I think all right? Well, then he had four. Then so as UFC, I think he had Pride. He mm-hmm. also had King of Pancrase, and yeah. he was NWA Heavyweight Champion in pro wrestling. Jesus. Held all of those at the same time, yeah. and he was NWA Champion like for like five years, dude. Like he even he wore on WWE t- TV. So I mean, he was a legit badass, dude. Like still every is. step of the world. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sixty-eight right now, but he'd still like <laughs> grind me to the dirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's 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 brutal. So I watched this thing today before I went to work. It was the top ten stiffest yeah. matches of all time. Yeah, King of Pancras, Yeah, mm-hmm. and so um, so they brought up the stiffest uh, match of all time: Vader versus Stan Hansen. And that was the match where Vader's eye popped out of his face. <gasps> that was brutal, dude. And he actually popped it back in and kept wrestling. Nice. That dude is a beast, man. I mean, come on. You're like, Stan Hansen is sitting there punching the piss out of you. Your eye pops out of socket, so you push it back in. Jeez. I mean, so, what? Vader was a reoccurring guest. Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy, Meets World. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was the father of Sean? No. Was it uncle? I think it was your uncle? He was the father no. of uh-huh. Frankie the Enforcer. That's right, uh-huh. Frankie. <laughs> no. Any, I'm sorry. Any dude who can pop no. his eye, pop his eye back in the socket, dude. <laughs> no. Anybody who can pop his eye back in the socket, dude, I want to mess with. No, man. Half of those psychos back then. No, the majority of those psychos back then. No. <laughs> yeah, I just know. <laughs> so what'd you? Oh, so what y'all think of the Mortal Kombat trailer? I, I, we haven't I spoken. Watch it. You I haven't watched it yet? Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. Watch yeah, I don't it? think we ever actually got into that. No, we did. Time. Yeah, we we kept getting sidetracked, but uh, I dug it. I, I I liked it. They're actually gonna tell the a set, like a, they're actually gonna give a backstory to Scorpion, which is cool. Oh, yeah. Um, so they're actually gonna. I did hear the story of Jax's arms. This <laughs> yeah. is going to be the third version of how he got them. <laughs> oh, nice. And Kano's going to be a, a good guy. Huh? Yeah, they're making him like an anti-hero. Ah. So, they're, you know, he's not going to be like he straight up was in the video well, game. Wasn't he kind of like a mercenary? Yeah. yeah. He's, so he's not technically a bad guy. But he's not but really he, much of a good guy. Yeah, so he's definitely an any. And he's that. not going to have the little face Wasn't plate. Was he human trafficking in the in the first movie? I'm not <laughs> sure. Yeah, I think so. He's, it was he, a ship. Yeah, <laughs> he's got like he's not going to have the face plate, but he's still going to have the red eye and shoots lasers out of it. Um, I mean, that face plate looked bad in the original, so yeah, I'm sure it would look better now. But hey, but then um, so but Johnny Cage is not going to be on it. Why? I don't know. Johnny Cage is not going to be on it. He's not one of the fighters that are is going to or one of the acting characters is going to be in there. He the, wasn't Annihilation though, was he? he no, he got killed off. He, in, he at, broke his neck. Real yeah, quick. at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the second one, they killed Johnny Cage off, and the reason yeah, why is because the they couldn't kick. they couldn't they couldn't come to terms with him to star in the second one, so they killed him off. It was the most yeah. It was the worst. Like man, it kind of set the tone. Dude throws a shadow kick, gets caught by, I can't remember who, Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn, yeah. And just, yeah, and breaks his neck. You know, oh, there goes Johnny. Yep. 
and then they couldn't come to terms with what's her name to play uh, oh, Sonya Sonya Blade Sonya. again, so they recasted her. Yeah. Um, that movie Veronica was yeah, yeah yeah that nice piece of ace. <laughs> but then you got Buffalo. Was it Bill or Bob? Buffalo. Bill. I think it Bill. was Bill. Bill. Yeah. Yeah. As Shao Kahn, and now we. I mean, he's weird enough, man. I don't know. Maybe they should have got Billy Zane as Shotgun. <laughs> hey, Billy Zane actually does well as villains, man. You know, he, he does better as a villain than he does as a good guy. I think so too. I mean, it, I mean, the Phantom. <laughs> you were the boy, <laughs> dude. Was, he, d- yeah, yeah, dude. Demon Knight, man, he's perfect. Oh wow, he was perfect. He's yeah. a great villain in Demon Knight. There was there was another one where it was like this, like martial arts. It was he like a bad guy in like Scorpion King or no, the Mummy. I thought it was the Scorpion King. The Scorpion King? The first one? Yeah, I think it was back out. Yeah, I think it was the Scorpion King. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I'll be damned. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's a bad guy in Titanic. Hey, man. Uh, (laughs) Balek? Hmm? Is it Balek? The king that he played? Evil King? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I don't know. Listen to to Billy Zane. He's a cool dude. But there's a... Yeah. (laughs) Listen to your friend Billy Zane. No, the guy that they're playing, there's some dude named Jason somebody, like, who's in... Statham? No, 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 in Mortal Kombat. There's oh, a character... Is, there's, like, a Jason character saying was Jason something. <laughs> was there a character in Mortal Kombat? You probably know this better than I would. Is there a... Named Jason? Named Jason? Striker. Besides, like, Voorhees. Like, I mean, but, like, I say that because he was a special character, I think, in 10 or something like that. But... I mean, there's only been how many games, Danny? Like ten? Is there nine or no, ten now? More than. You gotta think of all well, the side ones. Yeah, yeah, uh, not so, counting the side ones. But, but I mean, yeah. they're legitimate games for sure. Yeah, there's like the Sub Zero so, side quest and yeah, all that. So like, yeah. there could have been a Jason in one of these games. Who knows? Well, I'm looking it up now. Oh, not Jason. Sorry, Cole Young. But his name is not highlighted, so he's not an actual character from the game. So these are the character. Oh. These are the characters that are going to be in it. Cole Young, Sonya Blade, Kano, Raiden, Jax, Liu Kang, Shang Tsung, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, Kung Lao, Melina, Cabal, oh, Natira, Emma, well, not Emily, and then there's like Emily Young and Allison Young. I don't know who they are. So, you didn't even read it like the dude from the game. I don't have that guy's voice, or dude. I, like from the song, even? All right, fine. Sean, you reread them. What? I didn't. I'm not doing. But you, Posty. you, you, yeah. you can, you can do like the. Never mind. All right, yeah, fine. Here we go. You don't have to. No, no, no. Here, no, here, no, no I'm gonna redo it. I'm gonna redo it. I got called out. In in Mortal Kombat, it's gonna be Cold Young, Sonya Blade, Kano, Raiden, Jax, Liu Kang. Shang Tsung, Sub Zero, Scorpion, Kung Lao, Melina, Cabal, and Natera. There's a, there's a new guy in there. Natella? Scorpion. Sounds just like him. I know, right? Good job. I felt like you were asking us, Danny. Like you weren't telling us. You were asking us. <laughs> yeah, I know. There was, there was, there was a couple of way I did it. I was like, Shang Tsung? I was like, what? I don't know, man. Is he going to be? I am looking forward to it, but it's coming to HBO Max, so I guess. The series was good. Did you ever watch, like, it was like a 10 episode, I think? The one that was on YouTube? Yeah. That one was pretty good. I didn't watch that. I think yeah, it was like a fan that. made. I don't know. I say fan made, but maybe it was it's, fan. I forget. There was some channel funded. on YouTube that was doing stuff like that. Yeah. Is that? Do they call that fanime? Sure. Okay. I mean, why not? You think they're going to slip it, on? Maybe if it was 
animated. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one wasn't animated? No, no, no. Fan oh, okay. fi- made okay. fan fiction. Yeah. Fan- okay. Do you think they're going to slip uh, Tobias Boone in there? Tobias Boone. Tobias Boone. <laughs> Noob say bot. Oh, oh yeah, I Come forgot on, about man. that. <laughs> I y'all play Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I was. I, yeah, I forgot that I was the name backwards or whatever. But I, I, I was never. Fun. I was never really a big Mortal Kombat guy. So as we all have discussed this off air many, many times. Oh yeah, yeah. play Mortal Kombat Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Hey dude, uh, I was a Street Fighter. Man, guy. I didn't. I didn't know what the the but achievements. Huh? But he only uses Ken. I only use Ken. Of course you would. You are a Ken guy. But like the requirements to all. Yeah, of course you did. To unlock Reptile, did you did you guys ever do it? The what? To to beat or to unlock Reptile in Mortal Kombat One. Oh, I remember that. Oh, the, definitely. It was the se- it was, they didn't even say it, but it was a secret. You had to beat it with Sub Zero and Scorpion, flawless victory, yeah. both towers. Yeah, no, I never did that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> there was a and way. They just made them but no, there was a them. way you could do it. There was a way you could do it without having to do that. Well, it was like a cheat code yeah, you could put in. I think it was a famous cheat code. Yeah, there was a famous cheat code you could put in that automatically, even you didn't have to do all that, it unlocked Reptile. It was, you had to do Flawless Victory, then you had to uppercut, like, you had to into the acid pool, I think. Maybe about, yeah, can you check the So the only, you know, the, you know what the best way to do that something is? Something dumb like that. You like, know what the best way to do that was? Mm. Just play against somebody. <laughs> Low kick somebody. And no, and just don't like play the like don't play the computer. Play yeah. against somebody, yeah. and just nobody has that controller, and just keep fighting. Oh. And you just flawless victory every single time. Oh snap! I didn't even think about that. Yeah, all so you, these years. Yeah, you just no. <laughs> yeah, you, you basically set up your second controller and play one player versus two player, and just don't have a second player play. Does it? I think I believe it does. If you keep because whenever you beat the second player, you would have to get them to come back in. You'd have to hit start. Here comes another challenger well, just or whatever. Only child syndrome. You, you, you have the second controller plugged in. <laughs> well, funny story. This happened, I think, yesterday. I was playing Final Fight 3. Mm. Um, on Final Fight 3, it gives you the option to have, like, a computer second player that goes along with you, fights people or whatever. It's like, I'm going to try this. never done it before. But then he had a game over. And uh, I didn't know how to continue it. It wasn't working on, my, you know, first player. So I was like, well, let me just hit start second player controller. Maybe that brings them back. Mm-hmm. No, that brings back an actual, like, should have been a human playing second player. On the way. On the last level. So what do I do? <laughs> you camp one of them in, like, a corner or something? No. I use the feet, dude. <laughs> I put it on the floor. Get I had the feet here. control the second player. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> like some beat gi- the game. Like some giddy least. So you used your feet for the, for player two. All I had to do was press right and Y. That's dude. hilarious. I mean, that's it. Uh, that's hilarious. It's impressive. Yeah. yeah. That's one way of beating a game. Yes, Danny? No, nothing. Just doing a little quick snip. Oh, I see you. Yep. Yeah. Very yeah. inconspicuous there. Sorry. You don't have to be. <laughs> I see this grin on your face, <laughs> like you hide behind a bush or something. Like tee hee hee. Yo, I'm still I'm still playing Save around. Later. I'm yeah. still playing around with uh, splice, so I'm trying to like, mm. I'm trying to record as much as I can to be able to do like little quick like clips and stuff like that. So I'm still dicking around with it a little bit. So. Oh, cool. All right, so for Super Nintendo, because who gives a fuck about anything else? Yeah. <laughs> start God. A, start a one-player game at the pit. Win double flawless victory with fatality without blocking at all. Thank you. That's a message will appear. After defeating Reptile, 
you will be you'll be grand with uh, one million points the only one problem is that the game will be much harder sometimes reptile falls down before the match begins and gives clues on how to fight him you're all of them hey reptile find me you must find me to beat me alone is how to find me perfection is the key fatality is the key 10 million points if you destroy me look to la luna that's the moon. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cannot match. <laughs> you cannot match my speed. That's the moon. I also have to be bilingual in this. Uh, you, oh tip, hit, foe, bottom. What? Bottom of the pit. Okay. Blocking will get you nowhere. Gee. Uh, well, so, yeah, you gotta go through the riddle of all that shit to find him. Nah. And beat him. And get them. Nah, not worth it. Is there a cheat code? I haven't found Danny's cheat code. Uh. <laughs> there is a cheat code. Danny probably had Game Genie. Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had Sega Genesis, so it's a little bit different. Speaking of characters, that's now that's when we had some Mortal Kombat. The first one came out, dude. You, like on the Nintendo version, uh. it was G-rated. You didn't get blood and gore, and the fatalities didn't happen. You go on Sega Genesis when that thing first came out, you got everything. So of course, everybody went to Sega Genesis for Mortal Kombat because you get you, it was just like the arcade. Yeah, yeah. I didn't care. When you I can was either like use five. Game Genie <laughs> or Game Shark and get mm-hmm. codes. Speaking of characters, before we run out of time, you wanted to mention some characters that you've been. <laughs> oh yeah, so everyone's been talking about you know HBO Max or whatever. So mm-hmm. signed up, been watching uh, it. All right, past three nights. All right. <laughs> Watch the original, mm-hmm. then watch the newest ones, right? Okay. Who's fucking worse, man? <laughs> the little Eddie dude's mom in the first one, the like uppity, rich, waspy, mm-hmm. protective, or in the newer one, like the big white trash lady? <laughs> Which one's worse? Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Probably the wasp. Yeah. yeah. Because she didn't give a shit about Eddie in the for, in the original. It was that was that the case? Remind me. No, she's been very overprotective in both of them. Both but of them. And the f- original, she was like this kind of uppity. Yeah. You huh. know, and then this one, she was very overprotective, but she was like yeah. white trashy. I think because of decked the, out in the windbreaker and shit, just. Oh, yeah, I think because I ha- I've had some. Like uh, run-ins or experience with with those types of relationships where the girlfriend's mom was kind of like that, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And we all I know who you're talking about. Wasp or windbreaker? Windbreaker. No, yeah, windbreaker. Well, you know what? And wasp. I've had. I've had. I've had both. <laughs> uh, neither one are fun. Have you ever caught a wasp in a windbreaker? No. No, I've only caught a bee. Like, yeah, yeah, stung the shit out of me. <laughs> so, did, Died, you, did you ever see? All right, so the, I don't know if this is a Stephen King thing, but did you ever see uh, Rose Red? Yes, no. you did see it. So, remember the psychic kid, kid, or not really a kid, but the psychic fat guy that was that lived with his mom. Yeah. Um, did you see like similarities between the mothers from it and then from from that? Very overprotective, um, like. 
to the point, to the point, it's a recurring character in Stephen King stuff, an overprotective mom. (laughs) Um, What what was that? um, Freaking clubs that do, uh, oh my God. uh, Misery? Misery, yeah. She, I mean, very overprotective. I mean, doesn't he kind of recycle a handful of characters? He recycles antagonists. I don't know. Like if he recycles okay. characters, maybe the archetype, maybe the, the like the the same personality. Or because yeah. Pennywise and uh, and then um, Randall Flag, mm-hmm. and then uh, the dude from the Gunslinger mm-hmm. are supposed to be all the same guy. They're all or they're all supposed to be from the same place at least. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's how he ties them all in because in the second one. <clears throat> Have you you finished the second one? Mm-hmm. Remember when chapter two? It, yeah, the chapter two. So remember when it shows them as they're walking through and they see like the all the the Ferris wheel stuff and stuff that says dairy and all this other mm-hmm. stuff, different stuff. Mm-hmm. There's actually parts from um, from uh, Dark Tower, Dark Tower, yeah. and from the Stand mm-hmm. that are actually like there's a a picture of a button, like or there's a jean jacket with a button with a smiley face on it. Right. That's Randall Flags. So yeah, it's little true. little things that he throws in in the second chapter. Or it's either in the first or the second chapter. Little things that he throws, little Easter eggs that he throws in to tie in characters from his other movies. Mm-hmm. So because Randall Flag is Randall Flag and the guy from the Dark Tower series, and I believe I don't know if Pennywise is supposed to be those that, those two guys, but I know they're all tied in together. Come from the same place. So about man, you were just shooting daggers. What was up with that? Well, he had said something about a smiley face and a button. Is that what she said? Yeah. I automatically started thinking Watchmen. Oh, yeah. I Watchmen. thought he was talking about the comedian. I was like, how the fuck does a comedian come into this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so yeah. Randall Flagg, is, he has a bunch of nicknames, like the walking dude, mm-hmm. the the long man. I think it's like one of – but he also wears – he always wears like a jean jacket. Mm-hmm. And he always has stupid little buttons on it. And has one has like a smiley face. And it's like it just makes him supposed to be not sinister. But it actually is overall makes him look even more sinister. Mm-hmm. And that's just his whole thing when in the Stan series. But when he's in, you know, in the Dark Tower series, he's completely different. He's dressed like all in black. And apparently after he gets defeated in the Stan, that's where he shows up. He's He wakes up and he's in this, the Dark Tower series where that starts. The Gunslinger and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's, they all kind of tie in. I, 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 anybody who's never read those, I'd suggest reading them. They're very good, actually. They just remade the Stand and mm-hmm. I was so disappointed. Oh, yeah. I have not liked any of it. There's some, I don't know, man. I just, <laughs> they didn't give it, like me and Fez were talking about this last night, how he doesn't like the back and forth where it goes back and past and it comes mm-hmm. forward and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I do, I do like that only if they're doing character development, if mm-hmm. they're building characters. And in most of the movies, that's what Stephen King does. But mm-hmm. this new stand, it, 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 it's only done with a couple characters and it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They're just showing moments in time. Exactly. Front, front to back type thing. Yeah, if you, if you don't have – if there's no like reasoning behind it, I can't stand that shit. You're just doing it for the sake of doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen, I haven't seen a good Stephen King movie in a while though. Uh, I did start watching Titans, though. That's good shit. Told you. Yeah, that's good, yeah. So me and Fizz talked about something else last night that I didn't, I didn't know until yesterday. Um, uh, What's-his-name got fired from Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Gina I thought Crown. we brought that up before. No. I, no, we, we, didn't, we didn't bring it up. I didn't, at I, least not on the mic, you know. I didn't, well, I didn't know because they are redoing, they're redoing, like, two shows 
because of her being fired. The uh, the knights the like the gunslinger show they were gonna do is like a knight like Knights of the Republic gunslingers or something. Oh, I can't remember. Like, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was supposed to, she was supposed to be the main star of the show. And so they're having to redo that. They're not even going to recast her role. They're just going to find somebody else to well, do it. You can listen to her oh, rebuttal yeah. about it with Ben Shapiro. Yeah. You just said they're not going to recast her role. Yeah, they're not. The Cara Dune. It's just going to be a whole different person. It's going to be a whole different person That's now. That's stupid. And so they're, they have to reshoot mm-hmm. The Mandalorian. Well, I think Mandalorian might be okay because they're not starting to shoot Mandalorian until April. So I think they might be able to get away with writing her completely out. I they're done with that. What? Mandalorian. They, what I read, what I was watching yesterday, they said that they weren't going to reach. Uh, start shooting with it. Oh, I didn't know if they were going to continue on with it or not, dude. What? Oh, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. highest rated TV show, I think. Well, I get on that. Earth. I get That's... that, but then they were talking about um, bringing out the stories of um, Fett. So well, I didn't, uh, I didn't know. Yeah, if well, they, no, they're yeah, still going to do that. Yeah, Boba, okay. the book of Boba, and everything. It's going to be a yeah. separate show. Yeah, and then so is Obi Wan's. Yeah. That's separate so show those, too. With those two one, rolling, yeah. yeah. With those two rolling out, I didn't know if they were kind of done with the Mandalorian, and now yeah. they're going to continue with these two stories. And what's her name is getting a show too? Because um, well, I mean, Asuka. Asuka. Is it yeah. Pedro Pascal? He is doing The Last of Us. Uh, yeah, so that, I look forward to that too, man. I mean, because I mean, they kind of. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a little bit of cliffhanger ish going on mm-hmm. with Mandalorian, but I mean, for the most part. The child is now with Luke, Luke. so it's kind of book closed. And on the other hand, like, but that just closes a chapter of the mm-hmm. show. I mean, you still, all right? So, did you ever watch um, uh, Kung Fu television show Kung Fu? I don't think so. All right, so basically, he just mm-hmm. walks around from getting in venture. He has an overall storyline where he's looking for what his son or his father or something like that. Mm. But ultimately, he just goes from place to place, getting to different adventures. You know, helping people, stuff like that. That's why the, uh, the show Warriors on H on HBO, it's a good one. Same it's deal. Still- same deal with this. Uh-huh. It's just because Bruce Lee's original script. Just because this chapter has closed doesn't mean he still can't go from place to place. Plus, he has the dark saber now, which makes him technically king of Mandalore. Yeah. So that's a whole entire you know thing they can jump off into. True. So that's going to be in itself is going to be good. At least if one more season, they might be able to close it. What happens if they do a season without Baby Yoda in it? I have no problem with that. You know there's going to be a huge well, controversy over that. Well, yeah. they have to tie it in anyway because they have to tie Baby Yoda into into the Star Wars universe with Luke Skywalker and where was he at? He did. Yeah. Well, no, but what I mean is where was he at when Ben destroyed the Jedi New Jedi Temple and free, you know, when he left? Where was Baby, Baby Yoda at then? And they still have to tell the backstory of why his memories are gone and who wiped those out. So those are all things they're going to have to dive into. Mm. And so it's a big... It's a big he, may, he may not have been in the no. room when he went through and slaughtered all the younglings, and he might have just like... What are you more interested in? Where Baby Yoda's going? Where he was? Where he's going to be going? I give or, two uh, shits less. Or, uh, you know, the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. I give two shits less about that evil baby Yoda. He, everybody, he's going to turn out evil. I guarantee you, he's the reason why Ben went dark side in the first place. Man. He whispered mm. something in his ear, "You're a piece of shit," and he's like, <laughs> he starts, he just goes for nuts. I mean, it's, I think that's what's gonna happen. No, that was Skywalker. When Skywalker standing no. over him. One they're gonna reshoot those movies. Oh my they God. didn't like the way they turned out. I guarantee you, they're gonna write some kind of new thing. And there were baby Yoda's the reason why. Well, ben that's went fine because Ben wasn't even supposed to be a thing. Ben's I, I, not real. real. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. 
bad. Well, depending on the depending no, on the no uh, the no storyline until that movie was made was there a fucking Ben there, well, except for Ben Kenobi. Mm-hmm. It's true. Well, no, there was there was there was Jay Solo. Yeah. Okay. His sister. Right. There was a. I swear there was a Ben. He just yeah. was in a. He was in a different time. A different something. I swear he was. No, I'm yeah, pretty sure ben a different was made trash to, can. I'm pretty sure Ben was made. Specifically for that, yeah, yeah I think it was. If you go look at it now, it's canon now because of the show. Right. So his name's going to show wherever you go look mm-hmm. it up. But it's going to be different. Well, there was two kids for Luke and Luke and Han had two kids and or not Luke and Han, excuse me, Lay and Luke Han. And Han. <laughs> Lay and Han had two kids, and then Luke had a kid, right? Luke had a girl. I believe so. And I thought that was the one. They had a nice skyrise penthouse in Cloud City. Adopted <laughs> two children from another universe. Uh, wasn't that the the whole thing? Ray thought she was uh, like a descendant of Skywalker, but it turned out no, that wasn't the whole. That wasn't Ray Skywalker. Yeah. Ray. Jason, Jaina, and Anakin. Okay, yeah. that was uh, on the, the solo side, or yes. okay, or those all three. Fuck ben. <laughs> I think Ben was Ben's probably. A bitch boy. I think Ben Fuck was him. probably a composite character. More than likely, was a composite character of probably Jet. What I mean, um, Anakin. What was the uh, other boy's name? It was Jason. Jason. Okay, so it's probably a composite of both of them. Because doesn't Jason turn turn bad in the in the books? I can't answer that, and I don't remember. I think it was I think it was Jason who turned bad. Oh no. We got, but you, hey, you did get HBO Max though, right? Yeah. You gave it a sign on to Fez? No, I got my own. Oh, you got your own? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kept forgetting to get the sign on from the wife, so. I was tired of waiting on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how much is it? <laughs> 15 bucks. Little man, I'll put th- that shit in my I'll hand. Th- th- if that <laughs> money doesn't I'll show. Throw, I'll throw you a little bit extra so we can uh, I get that sign on. Just kidding, dude. I, I know. <laughs> split things up, man. I like split things up. So, anyway, so uh, any last words before we decide to close up shop? I got three last words. About the jungle love. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. Fuck, Fuck you, you, Danny. Hell yeah. Fuck you, Danny. Oh.